fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. It is Monday, June 6th, 2022. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. All right. It's been a while since I've done... Well, it's been a while since I've done regular episodes, too. But it's been a while since I've done a long Early Burb Briefing. And this is actually a topic that's been a long time coming. And it's the state of mobile gaming. There is a reason why anytime a game comes up and we see available on iOS and Android, we immediately dread. Heck, when the thing that a lot of us Final Fantasy fans have been waiting for for a long time, a faithful true remake of the classics came out, the Pixel Remasters, we were worried because they're available on iOS, Android, and PC. Fortunately, our fears were unfounded and it actually was some good games that were just that, faithful recreations with no kind of toxic pill injected into it, such as heavily predatory microtransactions. And that is what pretty much every single mobile game out there is. It is either a clone off a game called Clash of Clans, in which you build a base and conquer other people, gather resources to keep expanding your base, to which then you either end up just shy of resources and try to buy some for real money, or the far worse thing it has you wait for days for construction of a particular part of your base to complete upgrading. And I do mean days, literally. Like, there's some upgrades in Clash of Clans that can take weeks. Weeks! But you can finish it now for a few bucks. And of course, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Then comes the gachapon mechanics, loot boxes, where it is basically just technically legal gambling, depending on your country. There are also other tactics used in these mobile games as well. Clash of Clans being another example in which it trains you very early on to just be used to going to the store. Every single new building you have to put into the base, you have to visit the store first because that's where all the upgrades are. Even the ones that cost you physically zero cents. And then, of course, they give you a few of the premium currency gems here and there. Oh, you're so close. Just quick buy a dollar's worth. But if you want to buy them outright, you're going to find out that the exchange rate between real money and digital currency puts you just a little bitsy little bit shy of the item you were trying to get. This has been going on 
for way, way, way too long. And I have been adamant in my opinion of this. It is the worst thing to happen to gaming. Because these kinds of poison pills injected into games are trained to try and exploit someone's gambling addiction. No matter how you try to justify their existence, no matter how you try to justify the cash shop in your favorite game, almost all of them in some way, shape, or form are are done in such a way to try and get you to part with your money. Now, some, some games do this better. Final Fantasy 14 being one of them. The shop is completely separate from the game. And you could even, as long as you just sign in and don't look too long at the intro banners on the on the log on the launcher, never even get exposed to the cash shop at all. That launcher is the only exposure you have to the cash shop. That's it. Which then brings me to today's actual topic. Diablo Immortal. Diablo Immortal has now launched. It is now here. Do you guys not have phones? Well, now you too can enjoy getting on on the phones. And honestly, the statement, do you guys not have phones... It twisted the knife even harder for me because that you that's not the reason why I hate mobile games. I would love the idea of, say, having some kind of small, easy, little, slightly time-killy game on my phone on the go. I wouldn't even mind if I paid five, ten bucks for it. That's no big deal to me. Even just simple things like the games we're kind of used to from the Game Boy era, having that on the phone, I'm all for that. But if I ask you, name one, you have a hard time doing so. Or you're going to tell me, one of the games that are the problem, like Genshin Impact. Yeah, that's a decent action RPG. It's fun to play even. But again, the Gachapon is strong. The loot boxes, it's strong. It is. No matter how you slice it, no matter how you dice it, no matter how much you want to just... keep the blinds on the horse and lie to yourself it is pay to win same thing with Hearthstone it is a collectible card game in the end it is pay to win 
you want to be even remotely competitive in it, you need to pay money to get more cards. Can you play it without paying? Yeah. Are you going to be very far? Are you going to be very high in the ranking? No. Is there stuff you can do that's not online and against each other? Yeah. Is there anything wrong with having it be with just using the free to play components and never ever touching any of the paid components? No. There isn't. But the fact that pay to win is such a large component of the game is still the problem. Diablo Immortal. You can play this game and it is a from what I've heard I haven't had a chance to play too much of it so far it is a pretty decent Diablo game it looks good on the phone it sounds good it plays fine however one of the components to your power the legendary gems is extremely pay to win. Every other mechanic I just mentioned plays a role here. You go into the, the, the whole game trains you to go into the shop very, very early. It's okay to see all this stuff. It's okay. It gets you in nice and early that way. And you want to power up that legendary gem? Well, you get some free boxes. Those who have data mined the game, however, have found that the free boxes will never, ever give more than a two-star rating gem. Ever. If you want the high-end gems... You have to, have to, have to buy the loot boxes. In order to get these gems, you are talking about a rare drop chance, according to data mine sources, that are very close to a card drop in Ragnarok Online. For those who have played Ragnarok Online, you know that the drop chance of a card off any mob is 0.01%. Can you imagine if that you had to pay a dollar for every five kills you did in a game? That's Diablo Immortal. People who have done the math and with more spare time than I have have said that you can easily encroach in on six digits, no decimal point worth of microtransactions to actually get one of these legendary gems. Somebody tell me how that's okay. $100,000 is what can be expected to keep up.
That's not okay. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Like I'd say I'm I'm decently off, I would I would say. Do I make a lot of money? No. Roughly I I make about 40,000 a year right now. I'd say that's fairly normal and what I pay myself is what a lot of people consider a livable wage. Three years of what I make going exclusively to Activision Blizzard King to be competitive in the PvP section of a mobile game. What's the point? I know what the point is from Blizzard's point of view. The point is to line your pockets. To buy that yacht. All you need is a hundred of these suckers and wow, you've got yourself a new super yacht. Cool. This is gross. This is disgusting. And by the by, that's just the microtransactions for the legendary gems. We're not even talking cosmetics. We're not even talking literally anything else. But let me ask you this. What is the point of PvP if you're just an average gamer and you know there is no chance of you being viable unless you spend several years worth of savings. What is the point? Oh, but don't worry, Eagle. Don't worry. There's a way you can go ahead and grind it all out. Yeah, the math on that shows it would take over a decade. Mathematically. That is what it shows. This game, 1000% was made by King and was greenlit by Activision. I guarantee you, the only bit of Blizzard DNA in this is the actual game development itself. The planning, the direction, the monetization, 1000% king. The actual game construction, king. The skin, the assets, the voice acting, Blizzard. The green light on being this shameless, Activision. This is why I cannot wait, even though I know these type of mergers are terrible for the industry, I cannot wait for Microsoft to acquire Activision Blizzard and gut it of all the absolute terrible scum, underlying scum that is within the game because this is what they actually are. This is the problem with mobile gaming. This is exactly why 
I cannot wait. And, and I'm normally one who doesn't want to see the government get involved in any way, shape, or form. I cannot wait for other governments to look at this kind of stuff and do exactly what the Netherlands did. You know what the Netherlands did? They banned, straight up banned Diablo Immortal for being the enablist gambling addictive freaking nonsense that it is. And I wish nothing but failure to the Diablo Immortal team. Do not play this game. Do not support. Don't don't play it for free. Especially don't pay it, play, play it with, with a credit card in your hand. None of it. I have never wanted a game to fail more than I wanted Diablo Immortal to fail. It was one thing to go ahead and meme on it and talk about, oh man, don't you guys have phones? Hurdy dirty dir. I'm sorry. I want this I want this game to fail. And I want I want it to be a giant black eye on the game director in charge of this game. Because all of this, all of this monetization falls on that game director's head. In addition to the Activision leads that greenlit the project. For once, I am defending Blizzard because in this case, I, I have a hard time seeing Blizzard. Considering, in fact, no other Blizzard game has had this level of monetization in it. King, on the other hand, absolutely. And Activision having this kind of greed, absolutely. I want this game to die. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy.